Okay, DJ Kofi, UK's finest. Uh, should I put it as the UK's finest or world's finest? DJ Kofi. <laughs> Look, we man, have that's for other people to say. I'm not going to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, 1995 DMC champion. Mm-hmm. Taking over the, the, the whole of UK, taking over the whole world. I mean, your skills on the turntable, man, is is it's incredible. And I, I, I could just I, I could just remember I mean seeing you for the first time man on how you used to just take control over the twelve tens man <laughs> yeah man I mean when when did you start DJing Wow okay if I'm gonna be totally honest it started after a TV show TV I remember watching this uh, documentary called Hip Hop History I think it was in like eighty four eighty four eighty four right so okay. literally watching this documentary and this is the first time I. You know, you can hear like people scratching, whatever. It, it, mm-hmm. At that time, you didn't really get to see anything. And um, it was on this uh, BBC Two, this this documentary program called Arena. So that mm-hmm. basically the documentation of hip hop up until that point. And I watched these kids scratching on it. I was like, wow! Man. So as the as the credits were rolling, I started <laughs> like okay. right on my dad's hi fi. Yeah, trying try, it. Try. Was it was it a belt drive? No, actually, he had the um, Direct Technics uh, stack, uh, you know, okay. one of those things, and it was a direct drive uh, okay. on so luckily, and it had a little pitch thing as well, okay. which is kind of interesting. I mean, wow. we only had one, one deck, but when I think back now, yeah, I might yeah, get it, yeah, I think yeah, it had yeah. a little pitch on there as well, so it was wow. a direct drive deck, but you know, I didn't know what I was doing, it had the, um, the rubber on it, I didn't have any stick yeah. Yeah, 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 <laughs> so I mean... <laughs> the, the, the rotation you have to you have to be real real careful yeah 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 yeah, yeah. wow wow dj kofi man uh, it's like trust me legendary man um you, you you've done it all man all, all those big clubs in the uk you know you've taken over um i mean how, how was it i mean you, you started off as you said like seen somebody do it from television uh-huh. from 84 right. and you came you came up onto the scene and you decided that you know this is what you, so when did you actually start taking a professional okay so here's the thing this was there was no plan right mm-hmm. just organic um i was had a fascination with music and my dad used to play me all these like you know f- tracks when they come out rappers delight or whatever you know what i mean he, he used to collect records mm-hmm. and um so, you know, having a father bringing records home all the time. Yeah. And, and I mean, before I watched this documentary, mm-hmm. so the, the collection is what my dad's bringing. Of and um, then I started trying to scratch after this, like I said, this TV yeah. um, program. And um, it was this natural progression of, okay, let me record it on a cassette and mm-hmm. scratch in the beginning of a track, press pause at a particular point change yeah. the record because obviously yeah. i didn't have two turntables and then maybe scratch it in or yeah. drop it in mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so yeah. I, I started doing these like pause kind of tapes yeah. like that and i have these like um you know our, our african cousins so other Ghanaians in the community who were like older than me like um Yo, this guy's pretty good, like with what he's with what he's doing with the with, with the cassette. So, a friend of mine, his mum basically he convinced his mum he wanted to become a, a rapper. <laughs> he's gone in, so I don't know how he. I have no idea how he convinced his mum. You know, you know, 
Ghanaian parents are. But he convinced his mom that he wanted to be a rapper and I was going to be the DJ and his brother was also going to rap with him. So his mom bought a PA system, two Technics decks, a mixer and all that. And then I became the DJ because of these tapes, wow. right? So that's yeah. literally, so I used to go after school to his house and he you know, he's older than me, about five years. So he was like, okay, we're going to be called the Akan and everyone's going to have an African name, right? So he was MC Kwame. No, no. He was MC Yao, his brother was MC Kwame, DJ Kofi. That's how that all began. That's in the 80s, right? I mean, the group never really took off. We did one show supporting um, MC Duke <laughs> at the time. And then, yeah, like one of um, MC Kwame went, ended up going to Ghana to school. And then um, Yao became like a mentor and doing these community things and he used to get me to teach people to DJ as I was learning. As you were learning, oh, yeah, wow. I mean, that was get me something to, nice. Yeah, 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 so so that's it. It's like a, I had a mentor who couldn't, he wasn't a DJ, but he, he bought all these DMC tapes and whatever and was like, this is what you need to learn and buying records. And I, I used to be into athletics at that time, so the track was near um, where I used to live. So I'd finish school, go and train, and then he had an attic. I'd go to his attic and practice. I would say that used to be my like daily routine. Wow! So, uh, what made you want to um, take part in the DMC? Because um, I, I I've realized you you took part in the DMC nineteen ninety one. Yeah. Okay. So, um, well, when I okay when I got the turntables, or my friend bought the turntables, he had like bought all these DMC tapes. So sure. I was just studying, studying yeah, all of the that. And, he, and yeah, and, and he used to he was older, so he used to go to these events and the finals and he was like, Yeah, you kinda you need to do that. So yeah, I was like, Okay, just follow instruction. Okay. okay. <laughs> so I remember in nineteen ninety I wanted to do it and I managed to convince him to let me take the turntables to my house. Okay. So I'm practicing, practicing and the timing it and everything and he was like, Nah, you're not ready. And he was right. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I was like, Okay, we're gonna do it the next year. And then um in between that time, um, I had another friend called DJ Olivine, he's a Nigerian origin, and he was super advanced on the turntables. But he was using like belt drive turntables. Wow. But still, was so light handed. He was so advanced, right? So he was more like, so let's just say I had a lot of mentors, right? This guy, you know, back then, People are trying to figure things out because there wasn't so much like any like so much visual things you'd yeah, hear yeah, yeah. something on a, off a record and you well, try to figure out how how the hell was done. Yeah. Yes, right. So he was very good at deciphering records and just just a genius basically. And so I had this guy called Olabian. I had uh, MC Yao or, or Sammy, and yeah, being around these guys, it just kind of made me step up my game, step up my game, step up my game, step up my game. And so um, me and Ola Bean both entered the DNC um, heats in 91. 91. Right. So um, he ended up, we both went to the Manchester heat and they have like an elimina elimination round and then a final, right? So I won the elim elimination for Manchester. Okay. And then... Here's the thing, because I used to practice with him all the time. I knew he was way better than me, so I know this guy just done enough to get through. <laughs> he done just enough to get through. So um, in the evening, basically, all the attention and heat was off him, and it was on me. And so he won. I came 
second or third, and then okay. I ended up going to Bristol, and then I won that, and then I got to the the UK final. We both got in there, I, I, and I got beat. <laughs> but he, he came third, you know what I mean? Wow. My friend came third at the time, so yeah, uh, that's that's how it all began. But it was good. Like it was it was nice to have like people who were slightly better than yeah, you yeah. around you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. it's good to have these older brothers around me. Wow. Yeah. So um. When did um, you start like doing the clubs in the? I mean, the you know the interesting thing is, it all as soon as those turntables came, I was thrown in at the deep end. Like, yeah. my friend would buy a bunch of records. Like, right, we're playing on this boat party. That's tonight. it. I'm like, okay, yeah, getting right in there. <laughs> yeah. So, literally. So was, was this in London or? No, uh, this is in Liverpool. Okay, so okay. okay. Um, so you you were all, all the time based. You were actually based in. Liverpool. I was based in Liverpool until. Okay. Um, 1990, 1991, and I, so my dad lived in London, and um, basically my mom lived in Liverpool, so I'd go back and forth, back okay. and forth, back and forth, and then in 93, I finally just stayed in London. Okay. So, so yeah, that was the, that was the journey. Wow. Yeah. DJ Kofi. I remember, you know, what I think when I first um, came across your name, uh, I I think it was during the times of um, Choice FM. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. You know, I mean, you hit Kofi, obviously, yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, one Friday, yeah. Well, you know what the interesting thing is? Mm -hmm. That's not my actual, it's a stage name. Oh, so it's not okay. my actual, what's name? I'm actually Kweku. Wow. Right? So <laughs> this is another, another, oh, another. This is, this is really interesting. Yeah, yeah. So the interesting thing is, is in 87, I came to Ghana and I was going to go to school here, right? So. Mm -hmm. Then I had a very influential cousin, stroke uncle, he's older, so let's just say uncle, right? He's really into music. So that influenced the name. So when it was like, when Sammy or MCL was like, okay, we'll all have Ghanaian names for this for this group. Mm -hmm. And the group's called the Akad. So it's like, I'm like, well, I'm not going to be called DJ Quack. Why, 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 why? <laughs> I just didn't, it just didn't okay. have that ring. You know okay, what I mean? didn't and click, also, yeah. just the fact to kind of honor him, and he's passed recently, you know what I'm saying? To, um, he was just very influential. Uh, an uncle called Kofi, so I was like, "Yeah, well, they just be called DJ Kofi." I just thought that was kind of okay. also as well. My, I was called Kofinti at home, so you know what I mean. So something okay. Yeah, yeah, this so is that, real interesting because all the time I kept on thinking, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah Kofi, yeah yeah, 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 yeah." I mean, I mean, you, I'm going in. Yeah, so yeah, 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 you, yeah, yeah. You know, so I'm mean, hearing your name on on Choice FM is like <laughs> DJ Kofi is like, yeah, we have somebody that's in there. Yes. Yeah. And that was a West Indian station. Oh yes. Yeah. Hearing your name, and then um, so what, what what happened is that the R and B, the hip hop events are going on. Mm -hmm. We're hearing your name on these dances, and yeah. But well, I think the first time I actually came, or I met you was mm -hmm. when um, we started. Um, the Jonas started the um, the parties at um, London Bridge. Yes, that's yes, Cynthia's. Cynthia's. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Wow. That's when we. We actually came. This was around about two thousand. Yeah, two thousand. Yeah, 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 yeah. So how wow. did you how did you know the Jonas? Because that is, I was going to ask you that. Like, it's an interesting thing. They were like uh, connectors, right? So, yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I met you through them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I think we, we we were doing this like promotional mix CD stroke yes. fire thing. Yeah, next level. Yeah, yeah next it. level. Next level. There you next go. Level. Yeah, yeah, next level. So, yeah. And then yeah, I, I met them through um, a friend of mine uh -huh. called Embi Sure. Yeah, okay. yeah. He 
he knows he he knew of them like actually before coming uh, right. moving over to the um to the uk okay. and he introduced me he introduced me right. to, the, to right. the guys yeah but real nice guys i mean yeah, 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 cool. yeah i met them here um oh you actually met them in ghana yeah yeah, yeah i met okay. them in, um oh man the story is so random right so there's a guy called darlington and he's like darlington the producer the one who basically, I think he manages, he used to manage uh, Reggie and Bolly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, so yeah, this yeah, is so, yeah. so yeah. random, yeah, yeah. right? So yeah. he was working at security at my university at the time. Right? Okay, and what I, university you got? Uh, university of Westminster. Okay. So just random one, you know, you see a guy in here, hey, what's up, mm-hmm. what's up, what's up. And then it was 98 and I was going to, I was like, oh, I'm going to Ghana this year. And he was like, oh. Let me connect you with some people. It's just so random. It's like let me connect you with some people. So he he connected me with this guy called GI, who done an event at um, His Majesty's Forecourt. Yeah. So yeah, His, yeah. His Majesty is owned by yeah, Jonas, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. so then I met all of them. Like uh, oh. on one side it was like uh, Glenn, Nathaniel, Nathaniel, um, Victor. Victor and also um, what's the elder, the eldest brother? Uh, Richard. No, so then the, Richard's the cousin, right? So Richard, Andrew. Yeah. Um, and then basically Glenn, Nathaniel, and um, oh man, I feel bad because I've got the older <laughs> brother's name. Well, all of them basically. Okay, you know okay, what I mean? Okay, so yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, that, that's it. So okay, I met them at um, December ninety. Eight. That was the first time I'd spent December over here. Oh, so, oh December ninety eight. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So, and then um, yeah, just kind of, I came back the next year to do an event, and they insisted that I stay in their house. You know what I mean, so it was, it was cool. That's yeah, it. And then we be kind of come cool from there. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, yeah, it's it's real. It's, it is real interesting because I, I I came, the first time I came to DJ in, in Ghana was nineteen ninety nine. Wow. Yeah. The millennium, yeah, into two thousand right. Christmas. That's when we kicked off, like the like December in okay. Ghana, coming to parties. So what's crazy? I was here summertime that year. I went. I was at uh, December, the the year before. Oh, okay. I, was, I, I I was here summer, and me and this guy called Chosen had a clash with Reggie Rockstone and DJ Rap in the wow. summertime. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. So oh, wow, wow, yeah. wow. So I, we didn't come again in in, in December. In December, yeah. yeah. So that's how we kicked off. So go back to it, um, Trace FM. I mean, always hearing your name. But what I realized is that when we um, started um, more of the, we started off with Aquaba. Aquaba, that was after when um, when Next Level got, because yes. you guys, yes. remember, we, okay, we, we kind of started off the, yeah. the parties at um, Symphia's. Yes, yes. So the yes, Next yes, Level. Yes, yes. But they, I, I think the, the Jonas guy actually moved back to Ghana. Yes. Yeah, so that kind of stopped. Yeah. So that's when uh, uh, me and my partner Dennis, we, we actually got in back into um, Symphias oh, cool. and we started like a Thursday night party oh, at the Symphias. Then through that, started off the Aquaba. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, so sorry, actually sorry. Aquaba started off from Dennis Radical D. Dennis, Dennis Radical oh, okay. D. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, right. from actually originally from ninety percent. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yes. So shout the out ho- to Dennis. Yeah, shout out to D, man. So the whole Aquaba thing. Kicked off from Cynthia's. Right, wow. That I had we, no idea we, yeah, about yeah, that part. Yeah, That's yeah, so yeah, dope. Yeah, yeah, wow, yeah. amazing. Yeah. That we, we, we started from the next level. Mm-hmm. So um, it, it started off with a Thursday night party. Then one time 
we just decided to do like an event. The, the, see, the promotional name was never Aquaba. Okay. Th- that was the name for the event. Oh. Yeah. Okay. okay, okay. Aquaba. Right. Yeah. It was like some. It was the first time tr- yeah, trying yeah, to do yeah. some because previously it was always the Miss Ghana. Yes. 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 Or yes, yes, the yes. Ghana Independence or right, something. Something to right, do. But right. this was just like a Ghanaian name, right. just to just bring Ghanaians together. Amazing. And then the first event that took off at Symphys Aquaba event. Yeah. I think this was this. This was about oh. What year was this? 2002? Okay. 2001? Something along right. those lines. You know, I, I just remember this guy had a crazy, crazy following. That's what I remember <laughs> from the first time we used to do stuff, man. I remember the queue was around the corner. Many <laughs> that's what it's mad. It's mad. It's mad. It's mad. Yeah. So um, that's how that's how Quabo was kicked off. Right. But oh, I, I, do, I, do, I do remember that during those times... When we used to do other things, we never used to see you there. You know, here's the interesting thing, right? I was more like a social butterfly. I was on many scenes. Yeah, right? yeah, definitely. So, okay, so, okay. so I would bump into people off one scene and they're like, are you still DJ? And I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I remember, okay, remember there's a crew called Black Knights? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? So I remember one time yeah. literally seeing them in the yeah, West yeah. End and they okay. asked me if I'm DJ. I'm like, I'm clearly, I'm carrying shit. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's like, but where? And mm-hmm. I'm like, I was on a completely different different scene, scene. And, and it's so it's like yeah, it, it's it's weird like that. So you would have, um, the the scene in and around the Ghana community. What is interesting, right? I was more on the Nigerian community scene okay. because of when I moved to London, I basically was sharing a house with these Nigerian students okay. who were like kind of affluent and they used to have me play at all these ambassadors, sons and daughters parties. Mm-hmm. So I was like more on that before I was even on the Ghanaian scene. And then um, really, I think Radical D brought me into a couple of events. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, around yeah. maybe 95, 96. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. once in a while, your name will flash yeah, upon yes, one yes. of those events. Right, like maybe Ghana right, Independence, right, right. you see DJ and Kofi. I would, say, I would say it was more because Radical yeah, yeah, brought yeah, me yeah, in, yeah, right? Yeah. And then... Um, the next, the next time, because I kind of connected with Reggie Rockstone, mm-hmm. when they when they had the Dawn Independence in '99, then basically I DJed for him with um, Rab. So yeah, that's uh, it. So I would yeah, every now and now again, and then, but, you know. Yeah. So there's all of these like, okay, remember, I came from like a DJ battle scene, which yeah. is completely different. Then yeah. you've got the hip hop and R and B club scene. Mm-hmm. Then you've got all the African communities. Yes. I'm literally yeah. on all of these yeah, different yeah, yeah, things. Different, different. And then, like I said, the original African scene that I was on mm. was just like, like I would say, these affluent yeah. Nigerians. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They were doing parties on Bishop's Avenue. Like, yeah, different. <laughs> were, yeah, I mean? Those guys, those, I remember. Because there was another DJ, um, I don't know if you know, DJ Ice? Yes, yes. Yeah, yes, yeah yes. he used to roll with some of those guys. Yeah, and yeah, he used yeah. to play a lot of the big clubs in the West End. Right, right. Yeah, right, right, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. A lot of the big clubs, I remember... I mean, we. I was those days. I was trying to get in there, but right, right, yeah, right, he he right. was just the understand. It, it's 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 you know it's an interesting thing. It's all about like who you meet mm-hmm. when you come. So yeah. or, so for me, it was like I, I I ended up meeting those guys, and like I said, it was like for me, I wanted to get on choice. Yeah, I used I, when I first moved, I was a barber, and I used to listen to certain mixes, and I was like, yeah, I've got to be on choice. I used to listen to this guy, Sir Charles Mixon Dixon. I used to listen to who else was on there at that time. I think DJ Swing may have been on there at that time as well. There's a few people, yeah. and I was 
I was just like, I was focused on that. It's kind of yeah. weird how it yeah. all happened, but I was just like, nah, that's that's what I want to do. And that mm -hmm. opened me up to the, just effectively the the uh, the London black music scene. Because mm -hmm. remember, Choice had the monopoly. Yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. When, it came to, when, it came, when it came to black music, yeah, yeah Choice of them were, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, so, yeah. You so, had to listen to Choice. Yeah, so that plugged me into... What, what, what was your first year you actually... 95. 95, you actually yeah. played on Choice. Yes, yes. Wow. So, so the, the craziest thing was, how it happened is, there's a guy who was called um, Merrick Crawford, who used to be on Choice. Um... 95, I used to teach at this thing called Ghetto Grammar. So it's like a, a hip-hop school, so rap classes, DJ classes. I, I was doing the DJ and stuff, and some other stuff, dancing and all, all kinds, right? So I can't remember if it was the day. Rock Raider, basically the guy who won the world final that yeah, year. Yeah, I remember Rock. He, he came to do a, a master class with me, and teaching these people. And then um, I think Merritt was there, and we both basically just teaching these kids and Merrick was just like have you ever wanted to do radio and I was like yeah I, I you know in my mind I'd always wanted to actually do choice and he was like well, I used to work on choice so I'm going to speak to them about you and then literally came through within about a month and that was okay. so you had a resident um, weekly show yeah yeah initially mm -hmm. I was um doing the mixes on the mid-morning jam with Kirk Anthony, Kirk, oh Kirk oh Anthony. God, yeah. so that was that and then later on after the first five years of doing that, then I ended up getting my own show. Right. Oh, so how long were you actually on Choice for? Seven years. Wow. Seven, so 95 to 2002. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Choice crazy. FM. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's so... Foundation, man. It, it really is. It's like... like Capital Extra and ooh. all the people who are on that now, I'm like, wow. It, you know what? Anyway, we, we were talking about the glass ceiling, right? So earlier on, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, people wouldn't have heard that because we were talking amongst ourselves. But yeah, it's like the weird thing about the radio at that time was there's Choice and then there's Kiss. Yeah. And Kiss is a little bit more leaning towards the, the dance. European yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the, the yeah. side, right? Yeah. And, 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 and the, you know, Choice was like undiluted black music mm -hmm. across the board. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, so already, if you'd been on there, you kind of hit the glass ceiling. <laughs> you yeah, kind of yeah, said, yeah, yeah, yeah. because the next thing to come is one extra, and that's yeah, later yeah. on. That's it. You know yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. so in terms of the choice of anything, you know, it only existed five years prior to the time I came on it. You know, and then by the time I got on choice, within five years or six, it was already sold to Capital. Yeah, so, so it didn't really. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it was a big shame. Really, yeah, 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 it was yeah. really real, 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 real big shame because. At that during that time, because that was way before even um, Capital came, uh, Capital Extra, extra came, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, sorry, one extra came into existence. Yeah, it was just, it was just a choice. Yeah, that's it. Literally, it was just they choice. Had a monopoly. That yeah, was a, you understand. Monopoly. And then and pirates, pirate yeah, 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 pirate but, station. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but, but I mean, yeah, legally, official, yeah, yeah, official, yeah, it was just choice. And then you get the Kiss FM. Um, playing a bit of you know sometimes yes, R&B hip hop, yes, but then the, you yeah. get um, and Westwood on the radio yes, one, yes, yes, yes. they're on the, the weekend, show, yeah, 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 yeah. But when we like on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, yeah, Thursday, all day, all day, twenty four seven, yeah. Choice yeah. FM. You know what is interesting? There's this funny story about that, right? So I wasn't really aware of this because my early years was were in Liverpool. So if you're black, you're just black. Like there's mm -hmm. no kind of like you're West Indian, you're African. Mm -hmm. you're, I didn't understand any kind of any of that, right? So, but I remember these elders, these older Ghanaian people 
maybe 99, 98, 99, came to my house and they were like, you know, what you're doing by using that name. I'm thinking, what do you mean? And he was just telling me about, oh, a lot of people getting teased in school so they changed their names yeah, yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah, that yeah, yeah. i had no idea mm-hmm, it was like it yeah. wasn't like that yeah. city I came okay from, right? okay so okay i was okay, like I completely you. oblivious to I this whole mm-hmm. side of it and then i became more aware like there was what what, what is a beautiful thing there's like a, a a great ending to this story so there was a little bit of tension between west indians and africans at that time yeah, yeah. and and the station was owned by um, West Indians, mm-hmm. but I didn't know of any of this of drama. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, 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 you know yeah, 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 yeah. I came in. Luckily, an American person brought me in, and mm-hmm. I was the DMC champion. So I didn't, I didn't feel any you of this, any, any of, of that. that right. Yeah, so yeah, then yeah, these guys explained yeah. it to me, and I'm like, wow. By default of choosing this name, it's one. It's just kind of maybe, you know, this is like a higher force because it's yeah. not like I'm conscious of it. So it's it's kind of like making an African become acceptable. Mm-hmm. And then I found that um, Kirk Anthony and all them, them people were intrigued about Africa. Mm-hmm. And in fact, Kirk Anthony ended up basically going to do a radio show in Nigeria. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, you, okay. like, this yeah. whole yeah. thing. So, anyway, back to what I was saying. Though, so, these guys brought that, this awareness of some sort of mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. conflict between the communities. Well, I, you know, like I said, personally, I never really experienced mm-hmm, it, but mm-hmm. they were telling me that, and I'm like, wow. So yeah. I, it was kind of good being it's, oblivious. It, to it's it. so interesting that you brought that point because I remember in primary school because I I attended primary school in in Hackney, okay. Clapton, East right, London, right. and like like my own friends, yeah, yeah they'll yeah. be like Nana Banana. Oh wow, you, you understand? Okay. Yeah, right, you'll right, be right. you understand? Like, and then it's like. It, it, They'll just go on there, nana banana, nana right. banana. Okay, so and I got that from white people, but not from black people. Yeah, say, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, know? no, because like, no, the, the the white guys would be afraid to do that. You oh, understand? Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. The white, yeah, they will. Maybe you have one or two that like kind of rolled with you that okay, can, yeah. Okay, okay, but okay. most of the time, it was like your own, maybe West Indian friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So unfortunately for me, this, I was in a predominantly white school, so oh. there's like one. Black person okay, in each year, so they could do what the okay, hell they like. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> do you know what? It wasn't until because I actually um, came to Ghana for the first time in nineteen, sorry, eighty nine. Eighty nine. Okay. Eighty nine okay, was okay. the first first time because I actually moved over to Ghana for, for my secondary school okay. education. Right. So that was the first time I actually um, realized Nana or Nana yeah. was a powerful name. Wow. Yeah, wow, wow. It wasn't until I started, I came, moved over to Ghana, and I was thinking, oh, that, that name here, they were teasing. It's a big man name. You know what is interesting? So, my surname's Osei Ajumai, right? uh-huh. And then I realized that it was like having a name called Smith when I came yeah. here. I was like, what? <laughs> this is bad comment. Yeah, like, yeah. And it was just yeah. like, people would be like, oh my God, yeah, there's yeah, someone yeah. else with your name when yeah, I was in the yeah, UK, yeah, right? Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah, yeah, and yeah, then, yeah, yeah. And they come here, it was like, man. They're everybody. <laughs> Everyone's on it. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. So, hip hop. Right. Wow. Hip hop. Hip hop, man. Hip hop. I owe a lot to hip hop, man. Yeah, man. What? Well, well, I mean, what? Got, I mean, apart from you know the turntables and all, man. <laughs> I mean, why? Why? Why hip hop? I don't even. I don't know why that. You know what the interesting thing is? When I think back as a child, I can remember, fella. 
remember like a lot of African music, a lot of mm. reggae, a lot of ska, a lot of soul, and what. But maybe it's just the fact that the imagery, kids, you know what I'm mm-hmm, saying? Mm-hmm. Like I felt I could relate to, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, so I feel yeah. that maybe, because I don't know how I was thinking when I was a child, but you know, I know me starting to scratch is watching kids scratch. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. like, I feel that it was more influential when you see people like your age group yeah, look yeah. like you uh, do things, you know? So that's it. It wasn't, there was no real thought about it. It's just like, mm-hmm. this music's coming. I want to, I want to do the break dancing. I want to do this. I want to do that. And, and that's it, you know? And then my, my parents were like, oh, it's a five. It's not going to last. Look at me now. <laughs> DJ Kofi now, man. So, um, so gradually, you, um, you know, you were, as you said, you were hopping from, you know, the hip hop scene. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You come on to the, a bit of the, um, you know, the African scene. Right. And then it was, it, was, it was shifting and changing and shifting right. and changing. I mean, it got to a point. When we were actually playing at Cynthia's, yeah. Afrobeats wasn't about. Nah, nah, you know, nah, we, nah, we were just strictly nah, playing yeah, there, yeah, you know, yeah, the yeah. R&B and hip hop. Yeah dance or you know mm-hmm. garage you know, Miami bass soca right, yeah we we'll right, mix it all right. up in and then uh, after a few years you know the hip life come up right. like Niger pop come up right. and then afro beats so, I mean how did you take it all? you know what is interesting every community had their local music yeah yeah so yeah, yeah. Up, you know if you went to Ghana Independence or mm-hmm. if you played at any of the so I used to do I, I'd play at a lot of the independents for different countries, mm-hmm. right? So then they'd have their local music, yeah. right? So we had hip life, we mm-hmm. had high life. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I would say I was, I became aware of Afrobeats by going to, when I was traveling to Nigeria a lot, mm-hmm. but it wasn't, called Afrobeats at the time. No, 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 no. So no, I no, saw yeah, P-Squared yeah. perform in someone's front yard. Mm-hmm. I saw the Banj when he dropped his first EP. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's like, okay, I'm still looking at it like, oh, this is the Nigerian local music. Yeah, like, yeah, so yeah, yeah, I, you know, yeah. When yeah. I went to Ghana, I yeah. met Reggie and one yeah. that's there. Yeah, yeah, this, yeah. this is, yeah. uh, this, you know, mm-hmm. Ghana's local music. That's so right. I, did, I still was looking at it in that manner. Yes, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And then you'd, you'd find particular tracks that you could work in your set mm-hmm. even though it play hip hop and R&B yeah, like, yeah, okay, yeah, this yeah, is popular yeah, and, yeah, yeah. you know um, so for instance um, I used to play Reggie stuff in, in, on Choice yeah 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 I remember, sometimes yeah. so yeah. during those times Reggie, Reggie Rockstone was one of the only man you were here on Choice FM yeah I mean an African artist yes, yes, Choice, yes, yes during the daytime yes, and he'd be you know speaking in tree and whatever and hardcore yeah, yeah, big respect yeah. going out to Reggie Rockstone yeah, yeah. man because massive, massive. I mean his music um, uh, Choice FM back to back yeah 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 back to back yeah you would you just hear Reggie Rockstone right, and no right. and, uh, I, ordinary so, day so here's the interesting thing so we had these uh, anomalies right so hip hop and R&B and there's not it wasn't like there was a hip life movement in the UK. Mm-hmm. It's like you'd have the independence and then mm-hmm. whoever was popping. Right? Yeah, yeah, at yeah, that time, yeah, yeah. it would be like Reggie, yeah. right? So, like I said, my I just looked at it like country's local music from mm-hmm. the 90s. So mm-hmm. whatever, you know, whatever independence parties or Christmas parties going on, there'd be like jams from Nigeria, jams from... Mm-hmm. What, and, you know, it, it just wasn't 
wasn't under some sort of uh, umbrella. No, 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 no. With no, no. Name. So no. for me, I the first time I saw it on a, a commercial level is in 2006. I went to Nigeria to play for when MTV launched. So MTV Base Africa. Yeah. So in Lagos, and mm-hmm. then I'm like, okay, this is this whole thing. Yeah, There's yeah, no hip hop and R and B here, right? This is like all African straight, acts, yeah. right? Yep. So that's the first that I'd seen it, but still, 2006, there was no terminology for it. Do you get what I'm saying? There wasn't like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. it's this. So, no, 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 so that's no, the no. first time I'd gone to yeah, an event yeah, where I'm, yeah. I'm a part of mm-hmm. that it's like all the performers are African and this, this, they're doing some, some, yeah. something yeah. with minimum pigeon English and yes. some sort of African swing in yes, the beat. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yes, right. So that's the first that, you know, yeah. then after that, like I said, I always had this, <laughs> sometimes Nigerians claim it. So then that same year, mm-hmm. I played at the Nigerian corner and there's a guy called uh, Obi Asiko who's um, a good friend of mine. He's like, people may know him as a judge on Nigerian Idol. He does, mm-hmm. he's a, you know, he does all, several kinds of, um, an entrepreneur serial entrepreneur but he you know he brought me in to do a lot of things he brought me in to do M- the mtv stuff and then after he had something and basically used to run this label called storm nigeria and this is where you had this this bridge this gap between people rapping and uh. Like rapping in English and mm. in, in pidgin, pidgin and whatever the local dialects are, and then what would be called early Afro beats, like you know, full on African songs mm. over, I don't know, whatever the music you're gonna call it at that time. Yeah, so at th- that time it was more like hip life, right, high right, life, right. Niger so pop. So he got me to do a mixtape for his label. The band was on it. Um, basically, all the Nigerian artists that were popping yeah, at that yeah. time. The, the P-Squared. Yeah, well, P-Squared well, oh. wasn't on it. Just like, these, they had a camp, you yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? So, okay. I don't think P-Squared was part oh, of that okay. particular camp, but there's okay. a lot. A lot of who, uh, underground Affiliated with Storm, right? Okay. Um, I can't remember all the names, right? So, that, you know, it's not 100%, but it might be one of the first hybrid Afrobeats mixtapes, you see what I'm saying? Because literally, the band just freestyling whole Mm -hmm. songs on this. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. I should play you the Pro Tools session. He's like, this guy was like, okay, pull up a track. He would freestyle the whole song. I'm like, damn. And they're like, I don't like that one. Let me do it again. And like a whole entire song off the top of the head. This is the first time I'm watching this. And unfortunately, my, or fortunately, my only reference to anything like that was Fella, which is, Mm-hmm. Two decades yeah, yeah, before, before, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I kind of looked at him in that way, like mm-hmm. he's the new disc because I didn't have a reference point. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, see what I'm saying? Then fast forward um, a couple of years later, I ended up DJing at the very first MTV Africa Awards mm-hmm. in Abuja. So then I'm starting to see, okay, this whole thing is moving. Mm-hmm. But I was kind of involved in a lot of the behind the scenes things and I wasn't I didn't I don't think I was fully aware of what was taking well, place going, because yeah. there was no there was nothing there was no, not yeah there, there was, was yeah, yeah, yeah there was nothing quaint yeah, there was yeah, no yeah, term yeah, but yeah, I was yeah. I'm watching all of this yeah. stuff there's no when proper it, industry set yeah, up for it when yeah. um when MTV Base Africa um was launching 
I became really f- friendly with uh, um, uh, Alex Okosi, who was the head of uh, uh, the African headquarters. Uh, I've forgotten this lady's name. Glenn or something. She was the vice president for MTV for the whole world. And I, so when they were trying to do all the press stuff, they had me go to meetings with Forbes and have talks and whatever. It's like kind of behind the scenes. I wasn't necessarily um, directly involved, okay. but they would call me up to do certain things. And then mm-hmm. when they were doing the um, okay, the launch of MTV. Mm-hmm. Based the Mamas, the very first one. Yeah. Uh, the sponsor was rebranding. It was uh, I, thought, I don't know what it was called before, but it was it was rebranding to Zane Telecommunications. So then I ended up doing the mixtapes for that rebranding. So this it's like a, a in some weird way, mm-hmm. I'm watching something, yeah. but just as a you know someone's client. Like, like okay, yeah, can yeah, you do yeah, this? Can yeah, you do yeah. that? You see what I'm saying? Yeah, and I'm I'm, I'm, I'm I'm there, mm-hmm. but I'm not really understanding what is being created right in front of me. But this is the first time I'm like, okay, I was just looking at it like, okay, this is the African version of whatever they have in Europe Mm -hmm. or America. Mm -hmm. So what what songs were actually on the mixtape? Wow. Um, A lot of Nigerian, like basically... Still the old Nigerian acts. Oh my God, so... Uh, yeah, 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 stuff yeah, like just yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to figure the year, right? So yeah, yeah, round about that, yeah, like yeah, do, 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 yeah nice. You get what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah, stuff, nice, stuff yeah. like that. I can't mm-hmm, remember mm-hmm, all the yeah, tracks yeah, off the yeah. top of the head, but I just remember that era. There was um, the Banjad stuff. There was, there was mm-hmm, all kinds, mm-hmm, man. Mm-hmm. To be honest, it was a really weird time because I was also into like like house music at the time, okay. right? So I remember they would send me things. And it was like, I'm in a totally different vibe in the club. Yeah. And then I'm and doing a mixtape on a completely different vibe. So it's like Two different information worlds. overload. So I know how to put the stuff together, but it's not like outside of the mix. I'm actually listening mm-hmm. to that stuff. Even oh, though I've done the thing, where I'm getting play, played is, mm-hmm. paid is something else. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, unless I'm traveling to Nigeria or Ghana or something, then you, know, you, you switch up the style. So like I said, for me, as I wasn't, hundred percent on on the scene. Yeah. But you're I definitely went, behind the scenes. Yes, yes. So I meaning I was getting to work on things, but I wasn't like, yo, I go to this spot every week or yeah. I, I go to this thing. And literally at that time I'm doing a cross section of work for all kinds of different people. Yeah, like different clients. So so by the time they've coined the name and everything, I was messing with Afro House at that time, but by the time it, it launched. And I remember I put out a track and I'd sampled some of the band's vocals from the mixtape earlier. You yeah, see what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's when they dropped Oliver Twist. So at the same wow. time, I had this other thing called Words My Horns, which was like an Afro House kind of track, which sampled some of, some of yeah. those sessions. So that's the first time where I'm like, okay, you know, they've arrived. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like Kanye West is on it. Semtex is trying to basically will sign the single and yeah. trying to do an um, album deal with them. So, like I said, all of, all of my connects with that are through people I knew in the media, like mm-hmm. Santos, Edu, um, Branti, yeah, all of these people, yeah. when they made it official. Now, the interesting thing is, is I always think when I was getting to go to Nigeria, like 2001, and, and some of these emerging artists were there, right? I'm thinking, what would they, the guys who basically ended up championing and trying to sign it and whatever, would they feel in that stuff then? Like, you know, it's an interesting, you know what I mean? It's like, of course. you know, so, so I don't know. It's, it's, it's 
Definitely, wow, really, it's, it's a beautiful story, man. Yeah, yeah. The whole the whole journey. I mean, you're you mean behind the scenes. You're you're actually part of a movement, right? Yeah, part yeah. of a movement. But and, and look where it is now. Yeah, yeah. It, it, and it's I mean, like I said, it, it, it's a weird thing. So when I saw the documentaries, I was like, I'm a part of this, but yeah. but I never claimed it. Because, yeah, 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 yeah. Like here's the the other thing, right? So I get a lot of people saying to me. When you left Choice, did you stop DJing? I don't know. It's just, I was just doing loads of things yeah, that yeah, were outside uh, of yeah, that. Yeah, 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 you know yeah. what I'm saying? So if you're not seen, mm -hmm. then it's like you're not doing anything. Yeah, yeah. I might be overseas somewhere. True. I might be on a totally different scene, True. right in the same city yeah. that you are, and you don't go yeah. to that club. Mm -hmm. So it's a, it's an interesting one. I, it's something I'm doing now, people are like, so you know, when did you start doing it again? I'm like, I never stopped. It's you just, never stopped in the first just, place. Yeah, that, that's, 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 that's an interesting thing. So same way at the beginning of the conversation, it's like, you would see me now and again. Mm -hmm. I bumped into someone the other day when I came to Ghana in December and they were like, almost had a heart attack. See, I ain't seen you in years. <laughs> like, do you even still exist? I'm like, yeah, this is like life outside of the circle in which you're in. So, you know, even at the end, like when, yeah, when yeah. he's like, yeah, because yeah, he called me. You're he called the last me. person I, th yeah, I exactly. thought would be in Ghana. I'm like, yeah, well, my parents yeah. are Ghanaian at some yeah, point. Yeah. <laughs> I may come here. Because, um, you know, like, as I was saying, um, when we started off the Aquaba yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. And, and we started coming to um, Ghana. Ghana yeah, yeah and that, that was from 1999. In, All the way yeah, until now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah, so it was yeah. like every Christmas, yeah. the whole December in Ghana. And that time, was, it was really on the small scale, you understand? Right, yes, yes. Yeah. And we, like we never got to see you there. Yo, you understand? Oh, here's the interesting thing. So I wasn't really getting invited to Ghana like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'll okay, be honest get, with you. Okay, the okay, people okay. who always embraced mm -hmm. me were Nigerians. So I'm gonna be mm -hmm. perfectly honest. They, I, I went there way more. Yeah. I think it's about the same now. But at one point, always like in Nigeria. People, people would always. I spent many Christmases in Nigeria. Wow. Whatever. Right. I get invited to DJ there. I did the MTV stuff. That they would always invite me, but I would never get invited over okay. here. So that, that's it. Like, literally, oh, wow. I was just be, be waiting. Like, okay, when someone's going to hit me up to come to Ghana, you know? Yeah. So, so that's, that's it. And I guess if you didn't, you know, you're doing events. So mm -hmm. for me, like anybody, December's a really busy, busy month. So mm -hmm. it could be, man, I've, I've spent... I've spent Christmas in in Taiwan, not Taiwan, in, in Japan, in Tokyo before. Wherever someone's going to book me, yeah, of course I'm there. there. You yeah, get yeah, yeah. So that's no matter, the, that's the no thing. The places. If if I was coming to Ghana, I probably would have to pay for myself and all that. And then, nah, but someone's paying for me yeah. to, to come and do a gig. So for that's me. that's basically generally why. And then also, I wasn't necessarily fully a part of the Ghana scene. Remember mm. as well, like. I came from another city on a different mission. Definitely. You know what I mean? So I always had in mind, you know, doing the battle stuff and, and that type of thing, which is a completely different scene. So, uh, you know, it's a, the, the name has sprinkled me across Africa. Yes, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's it yeah. got me to go to many Yeah, because places. when I, as I said, when I just heard the name for the first time, right, oh, right. COVID, that's my brother, man. Right. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Yeah, so, yeah, and, yeah. And, and that is, it, it wasn't just our people here. Mm -hmm. It's Nigeria, it's Kenya, it's South Africa, it's Angola. Mm -hmm. It's like, so people embraced it. And, and I got, I got to, to see a lot of other African countries. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the time, there's, there's times I was spending, you know, I'd go to Nigeria and I'd be like, damn, these guys never booked me. But 
Not you, brothers be paying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so yeah, man. Yeah. The Nigerians they, they be booking you, so you 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 definitely be on it, mate. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no, yeah, no matter yeah. what. Exactly. So now you, you you've moved to Ghana, or uh-huh, or, yeah. you're, or you're kind of like trying it, or what? Well, um, you I'm committed. Like, let's see, mm-hmm. let's see. You know, um, yeah. as I was saying to you earlier, I won't go mm. into the names of people, but I've really been inspired by, um, you know, where things are going the growth in terms of the music industry mm-hmm. and just people that i knew with the diaspora that i knew in london who mm-hmm. made the move and yeah. were thriving i'm like you know let me you know yeah, it's time right, to, yeah. time to yeah. you know to have, I, I, as we were talking about before hit the glass ceiling in of the course. uk so yeah. why not i mean my mom lives yeah. here why, why not of course um i remember um, making that decision to move over to Ghana mm-hmm. and that was like back in 2014 mm-hmm. and then um, I always get that question um, why 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 would you move to Ghana why? I was going to ask you that and you asked y- yourself yeah, <laughs> yeah I always get that question why because at that time it was like I bought my house mm-hmm. got a car mm-hmm. I got like three different businesses mm-hmm. and, you know, like I had three different shops all on one high road in right. East London yeah right. so I'm doing my thing you understand mm-hmm. yeah income wise yeah mm-hmm. And like, it got to a point. I felt like, even though with all, all with all that I had, mm-hmm. I feel like I've reached. It's capped. Mm, mm, you understand? Mm. I felt like for a black man in the UK, oh, yeah. you understand? It's not that easy. Real talk. You understand? Real. I've got it. I've got it. And I said, uh, you know, because I, I bought my first house when I was about twenty six. Okay. Yeah, and I opened the business when I was twenty four. You know, and it's like. You, you, you do it all, then like you feel like, ah, oh, you know what? That's it. You want to do this? You can't. Yeah. I remember I, remember I done one of the first Afrobeat shows mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on um, Kiss FM. Wow. I tried to pursue it. Yeah. yeah. And like, th- they didn't see the vision. This is the thing. I, I find, you know, I feel like I need to be careful with this, but I'm just going to be <laughs> real, right? I feel that um, if you're African origin or from the West Indies, like, UK has this very, very subtle way of just making you know that you're not 100% welcome. You're mm-hmm. there. So this is the thing. I feel like it becomes a... Yeah, you can make money, but if your soul is not right, mm-hmm. then, you know, then what? You know what I mean? If, you, if it doesn't feel like home. For me, yeah. I'll be honest, it never felt like home. True, true. Uh, true. My whole life, yeah. I always felt like a nomad. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't feel... I'm like, okay, I'm here, but... I don't really, I don't feel like the people embrace me like yes, that. You know what I mean? Like, it's, like like, it's convenient to. for you to do business and do this and do certain things, but it's not, it just never felt that way. Yeah. I'm just going to be real. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Because, um, I mean, I keep on telling my friends and, and family, mm-hmm. it's the change, the move, it's not that easy. No, nah, not at all. But you're home. We understand you are home. Yeah. yeah, there's certain things, there's certain challenges, and you know the challenges are everywhere around the world. Yeah, it's and just it's different in different mm, places. Mm-hmm. So you have to figure out. And we've definitely got the sunlight. Yep, yep that helps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that helps. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, what is it like? Thirty-three degrees now. We're just chilling. You know what I mean? <laughs> so tell me, so, so um, as you've moved over, so what are some of your plans? I mean, being in Ghana, you know. Like, you know, DJ, producer, you know, you've been in the industry for a long period of time. So what are some of your, your ideas? I mean, you know, look, 
a lot of people from the diaspora coming in, you know, during the Christmas, you've got Afrochella here, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, you've got Afro Nation, so many different events. We have the Americans coming in now, they, you know, beyond return. So Ghana's a big thing, you understand? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. I mean, so, all right, so. Are you, are you, I mean, are you here, I mean, to extend the holiday? Are you here to be part of it? Are no, you here I, to be, I, I, I mean? Okay, so over the years, I've, I'm a, if anyone knows about me, I'm, I'm, I'm all for sharing information and trying mm. to help with infrastructures or anything. So I mentor people. I mentor people before I come. You know what I mean? I'm not going to bait anybody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, uh, you know, being helping out in that way. And I, I, I look at it like, okay, I've reached a, a certain plateau with my DJ and I can share information, right? Um, then doing my research... I just saw a lot of opportunities, you know what I'm saying? Like a, a, a ton of things where it can serve me and it can serve the people, you know? So I, immediately at the moment, I cannot pinpoint the one thing that is it, like the aha, like bang, this is this is the thing I'm going to be 100% doing. But mm-hmm. at, the, at this stage yeah. where I'm in, I'm a few months in, it's just mm-hmm. like, let me just see how everything works, goes, right? Yeah. Uh, having conversations with people, sharing ideas, and then looking at the infrastructure of particular things of course, and what yeah. I've experienced, like, well, this could be done. You know, just, just, these are the type of conversations I'll have with people. Yeah. Like, I'll look at... Did you go to Africella? I went to... Afrochella? No, I went to Afro Afro Nation. Nation. Okay. Yeah, I went to the Meek Mill. Okay, okay. So, how, what was your view on it? Yeah, I, I mean... You know, first it wasn't the first type of thing like that I'd been mm-hmm. in Africa, but mm-hmm. I, you know, I enjoyed it. Was your, it was your first Afro nation in Ghana. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah. I'm not the first. Like, so basically, in Africa, I've been to things like that, but this yeah. is the first like, yes. full-on concert thing yeah, yeah. like that over yeah, here. Yeah, so yeah, Ghana, it, yeah, it's cool. It's it's weird because I'd seen so many clips of it and everything, mm-hmm. and this is kind of still like home. It was just it's just like going with yeah. the flow. You know what I mean? So yeah. it, I, it's, it's good. It's, really it's, nice. it's cool. When I look at all of that, so I'm the type of person who's always trying to understand things in the space of global entertainment industry. So I liken 30 December to mm-hmm. what was the early days of Ibiza, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So you've got four weeks, maybe an overspill into January, maybe an overspill, like, or, or you know what I mean, like November, late November, whatever. I'm like, this could be extended. That's my first mm-hmm. thing, because I'm looking at it like, there's things like this that are already established. Yeah. So it can be longer than December. Yeah, 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 it could yeah, be yeah, like yeah. October to February. It could be Easter. There you go. You know what I'm saying? It could be, mm-hmm. you know, and then you don't have to have people competing you see what I'm saying like uh, Afrochella and, yes. and Afrochella basically yeah. overlapping yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. don't need to do that because yeah. you, basically yeah. you're, you're running for months so yeah. like there's things yeah. that people have already because if we're using systems that already exist around mm-hmm. the world mm-hmm. you know the Oscars and basically the Grammys are on the same day. Like you just spread, just yeah, spread, yeah, yeah. You just spread it out. Yeah, makes sense what you're saying. Do you and see what I'm saying? That's it. So that that was my first observation. That's how I, I, I work. Rather than um, saying, "Yeah, I'm coming to do this," I can't say what I'm coming to do till I understand mm-hmm. how everything works. works I know out. what I, oh. I've got a cross section of things I could possibly do, but I need to basically study right. what's going on on the ground. Mm-hmm. So that was the first thing to me. I'm mm-hmm. like, well, this thing can be ex- expanded and 
you have um, a lot of, you know, in certain places like South Africa, like, it's summertime at that mm -hmm. point, right? There's summer starting around September. You know what I'm saying? So there's certain places where if you understand, mm -hmm. like, outside of the people from Europe uh, and America who are coming to the diaspora, there's other African countries that will also come here. Anyway, look at what happened with, uh, in the pandemic. A lot of yeah. South Africans ended up mm -hmm. coming here yeah. and ended up having residencies yes. over here. See what I'm saying? So I look at it like that could be expanded. Absolutely. Like that. So the, the, these are the type of things I'll be taking notes. Yeah. With you you have made a, a, a real valid point because look at um, like when the UK guys used to go to Ibiza. Yeah. That was a certain they time. Still, they still do. And they still, yeah, 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 yeah. A certain time. So that's like summertime. Yeah, they in, start in May mm -hmm. and they'll have the closing parties at the end of September. That's right, yeah. So what is it? Yeah. May, June, July, August, September. That's yeah. a good four You understand? Yeah, yeah. But look, we, we've, got, we've got good weather here all, all year, year round. round. That's the thing. That's the thing. You understand? So, so we so, don't need to yeah. juggle it yeah. for a certain period yeah. of time. So here's the thing. So you've got to aim at different people, right? So... Okay, we know that because it's the Xmas vacation period for a lot of, you know, people can get time off in UK, America, and whatever, certain parts of Europe. But then you can also, like I said, neighboring countries, you, you, could, you can extend it. You yes. can easily yeah, extend yeah. it. But you just got to think beyond Outside the crowd the yeah, yeah, that yeah. basically can only come in December because it can easily yeah, be yeah. extended. And I, I'm assuming that basically when Ibiza started, it was probably the same. It was probably only a short, a short period. Mm -hmm. So that's how I look at it. Everything, everything is going to be looking at things that are similar that are established. Mm -hmm. and what, what can you take from it that is is positive? And I would see, I would say, yeah, an expansion of that, so okay. you can have a, a real. Um, DJ can come in, start his residency in mm -hmm. October, the end mm -hmm. of October, then finish yeah. the end of January yeah. or something. You get what I'm saying? Something well, I'm yeah. Kind of, yeah. Change change the whole ball game. Yeah. Yeah. Then so, then it's like a whole different industry. Because as soon as these people leave, it's like January's is dead. Yeah, yeah. And That's what I've observed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. February's dead. Just, 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 just. Yeah. Yeah, March, come up with the independence. It lights up a little, then it goes back down again. Right. There's a bit of yeah, Easter, right. go to the mountains, yeah, a bit of chilling. But nothing, yeah, nothing really exciting, nothing really that you can really say that a lot of people are even from outside of the country are coming in yeah. specifically. Listen, I've got friends who, uh, like African-American friends, and as soon as I come here, they were like, yo, how can I, how can I get a Ghana passport? How can I get, the, like, there's such an interest, you know what I mean? It's like... This is outside of our Ghana mm -hmm. community, and, and, mm -hmm. and yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. So it's like, wow. Yeah, there's it's so just, many, just, so many people coming in. Yeah, yeah and so, they have so that shows, right? Yes. If people want to come and invest yeah. here already, there's you know, and uh, um, the marketing for the year return was yeah. great, and it's it's done what it said on the tin, so mm -hmm. to speak. Like people are interested in investing here, so I feel that yeah, they can expand on that. Um, other things. I'll put it out there, like, at the end of the day, you're going you're gonna to need people. But I, I was looking at, yo, you know, we have, like, the forum and particular type of venues like that in the UK. Yeah. Like, where, w what's the touring circuit like in the UK, in, in Ghana? Like, these are the type of things that I was thinking of even before coming. Like, mm -hmm. 
if we have this, if this if this exists in London or this exists in, in what's the name, how can you have these type of uh, music industry infrastructures so that these artists can do a whole full on tour of Ghana, yeah. right? Uh, at a, a particular level, even if you're kind of up and coming, okay. So you look at London, you got Jazz Cafe, you got the Forum, you mm -hmm. got you got all of these different yeah, 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 tiers, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And there's loads of these things in many cities. So mm -hmm. that was one of the first things I was looking at. Like, can that be done here? Yeah, what are the roads like? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. what it, you know, in order to tour, mm -hmm. are we going on the road? They'd be flying everywhere. That, that's the type of thing. Everything was just trying to match whatever we've already yeah, seen, yeah. right? So the, like the Ibiza um, situation, I've mm -hmm. just been before coming, making notes of these type yeah. of things and then seeing, I haven't tried to implement anything. I'm yeah. just, I just was asking it's a lot of questions yeah, 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 yeah. before even coming because mm -hmm. then, um, you know, are people interested? Do we need outside um, help for that type of stuff? I mm -hmm. remember when, uh, I don't know how the Mamas was done later on, but the very first one, they basically just brought in the team from all over the world. So I've seen how those things are. Um, I observed a little bit of behind the scenes for um, Afro Nation. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people who are still based in the UK, the diaspora, basically, heavily on that. In fact, they put it on, you know what I'm saying? But it, it's just who's, what's the infrastructure look like? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, who's running it and whatever. And then at what point are you going to do a handover and make sure that the local people get trained and, and build up in that manner. That's that's the way I see everything. Okay. So it's just like, okay, first and foremost, how does it work? Because, you know, a lot of the time, something that's happening in the UK might not be better. I might think something, but it, it, the, the system here could be mm -hmm. excellent. So before, before me thinking I'm coming to conquer, mm -hmm. I have to basically assimilate, sit with, people see what's going on and then be like okay well maybe there's some improvements here or maybe we can expand on expand, this yeah yeah because yeah, yeah. definitely it's not everything that, that that's actually popping out there that can be you know right, it can right. be done here right right and there's some advantages over here when mm -hmm. things are newer there's certain red tape that you won't have that you'd have in the uk like yeah. just just things that are just super difficult to do and you know being as everything is young and fresh when i say young and fresh like man like spotify apple they're mm. like two three years in here it's yeah, very yeah, new yeah yeah spotify was just the other day yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. so therefore yeah, there's a right. whole brand new infrastructure yeah. right so then mm -hmm. so you might think of something new that basically complements that way this yeah. is the way people are measuring their success oh i'm of number one in this chart yeah, yeah, yeah. so what could be done it might not be the same as mm -hmm. what was happening over there because in europe or america it's from an analog system so some of the things might be dated but we just still do it anyway because that's mm -hmm. what we know and maybe maybe something new can be created here so for me i'm always about just the understanding things first but ultimately I'm about sharing information. Mm, yes. That's, that's it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. might, I might not even uh, do anything myself, but I may have a ton of information that can help someone with their career. You know what I mean? So yeah. I don't know specifically what I'm going to do. Wow. So um, what's, your, what's your thoughts on the Ghanaian women? <laughs> <laughs> You're beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> 
Because you know, you know, there's, there's there's always been that stigma uh, that um, you know they say um, the UK guys are so stingy. Oh wow! And you know that the I'm the, stingy. <laughs> I will I will own that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm stingy, man. Uh, um, <laughs> you know the, the, the guy, the guy named women. You know, it's different out here. Yeah, you understand? Okay. Yeah, 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 you yeah, get yeah, me. Yeah. It's not like you go to Sainsbury's and like with your, your your partner and like you do shopping like okay, fifty pounds each. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. She yeah, brings I, fifty. I you, you understand? I, I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Yeah, the, the man, the man is supposed to. Yeah, the man is supposed to be the man, and the man is supposed to bring it at the door. And this man, the man is supposed one. to take care of the wanna, woman. You know what? If I if we stop breaking down the economics, too many people will come. <laughs> <laughs> They'll realize why we are here. <laughs> Let's just say this one thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you've lived in the UK. You mm. see, as, oh, let's not even just say the UK. You've lived in London, right? Mm. So, you know, the cost of living is yeah. ridiculous, yeah. right? So when you come out here, money spreads a little bit more. So you can do certain things you can, that yeah. you might not. Yeah. You, when you're doing 50-50, mm-hmm. you're like, you're doing it. Well, I pay for two of the meals. It's still less than one of the meals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when, you're, when you're doing this in your head, yeah. it's still less than one of the meals. Uh-huh. Okay, so yeah, cool. Yeah, but, but, like, but you need to be careful. It depends on the uh, on the venue. Oh, true. Because if you go true. to somewhere like Kozo. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, 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 you're yeah, in yeah. trouble. <laughs> yeah. uh, hold on. Uh-huh. I feel a bathroom break coming over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy. Oh, God. Right. Yeah, yeah I, you know, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm I am I'm stingy. That's it. I'm just gonna say it. So I no. There's <laughs> <laughs> gonna have to be an understanding. Understanding definitely has you to be an understanding. Hopefully, you find I that. I ain't the, here to be that. that ain't, that's yeah, that's right. you know, you, you, You're not here to be buying a car or renting some some a, a yard for a girl for like two years so or three years. So here's the interesting thing, right? Mm-hmm. This is the problem about being an entertainer. We're spoiled. Let's be mm-hmm. real. I know yeah, you're a married man, yeah, yeah, but the, yeah. there was a time before that. So, of course. So all of these things mm-hmm. are based upon what people do, right? So if you're in entertainment and you're a DJ, mm-hmm. effectively. You get chased like a female would. So then you're going to be like, well, what am I? Like, mm-hmm. hold on. You want all this and they're just coming at me yeah, for like, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, for, yeah, just because just uh, <laughs> what we do? Like, mm-hmm. why am I? Like, you see what I'm saying? So that, yeah. that's all going to be based upon like what you do. That's like, right, just yeah. unfortunate the yeah, way yeah, the world, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. if you're, <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So therefore, maybe my stinginess <laughs> is based upon <laughs> it's based upon the uh what i do of course <laughs> you know uh-huh. i guess if i was a city worker i might be very generous mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know what mm-hmm, i mean yeah you know what I mean? big bonuses and all that <laughs> you know what i mean so so you know yeah I, man. So I, it, it's, a, it's a very interesting one because that that discussion I even seen them having on um, the Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. So it's, it's yeah. just like it's now an international thing that Absolutely. basically yeah. the Ghanaians or the Africans will give you pocket money. <laughs> true, true. Yeah. So yeah, Kofi, it's been nice being with you, man. Hopefully, a year from today, mm-hmm. I want to I want to definitely meet you again and yeah. then find out what's what's happened, man. I mean, the progression. Oh, but before we leave, I was doing something, and I am doing something. Mm-hmm. I do this. Uh, I have this page on uh apple music called turntable entertainment yeah, yeah, which yeah. we promote um 
basically people on the continent and the different styles, yeah. whether it be Afrobeat, I'm a piano, mm -hmm. like all these emerging styles. Yes, so yeah. that I, I wanted to ask you about that because so it's not this, it's not just strictly Afrobeat. No, 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 no. It can we be hip hop. Cross, yeah, it can, can be house, hip -hop, house, anything, slow jams, but, yeah, whatever. But it'd be mm -hmm. like the focus is just mm -hmm. people on the continent okay. really doing it. You know what I mean? Okay. Of, of the diaspora, okay. but yeah. Okay. So that that that's another one of the yeah. reasons that brought me here. Yeah, the platform really, creating be honest, be honest. It's about creation, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. we like that, man. We like that. Yeah, man. So definitely, we we have to meet again. Yes, yes, and yes. see. One and and yeah, and I know, I know your your man. You've got you've got so much plans. I mean, just speaking to you just you know, for the past hour. I yeah. mean, you you you're coming up with bare gems, man. It's right. like yeah, it's real interesting. So I know a year from today, man. That's it. Big things. Inshallah, big things. God willing. You yeah, mean? man. One love, bro. Yes, brother. Yeah. Thank you for having yeah. me. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Thanks for coming through. Take care.